Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist Podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinion. Welcome to season four, episode eight. That's a nice little love number. It, yeah. Love it. Four times two. Boom. Eight. That, now you know it, kids. Nice. Um, this week and this weekend is so exciting of a card. So exciting. I want to get to it, so let's recap last week's trash. Man, wow, I'm impressed by you not wanting to shoot the shit. It's great. All right, last week was UFC Fight Night. Gone versus Rosenstruck. The card ended with only nine fights on the card. So many fights were pulled last minute, mostly due to COVID. And so... Three of the fights or fighters we told you about all were off the card. No Angela Hill fight, no William Knight fight, no Brazilian Cowboy fight. They've all been rescheduled. Whoops. Um, but sorry. Sorry. Hope you didn't clear your plans. And then eight out of the nine fights went to decision, which I'm sorry. Boring. Mooch. Ooh, so, so boring just long and then it's just like a long fucking tiring night um but for the fights that did take place and went to decision Cyril Gahn defeated Jarzinho Rosenstruck with a decision Dana White is an asshole and would not give Cyril any props for winning um Magomed Ankalev defeated Nikita Krylov with a decision I think by then I was already asleep yep um Pedro Munoz defeated Jimmy Rivera unfortunately but we liked both of them at the end with some nasty calf kicks we will not get away from these calf kicks man they're here to stay they're here to stay stay. um but that still went to decision and last but not least alexander hernandez aka sid from toy story lost a decision yay and in true asshole fashion he was a sore loser about it and was all like it's the commentators watch the fight without the commentators home slice it went to judges the commentators didn't fucking make the decision Ugh. Ugh. but we're gonna look ahead before george gets to like oh man we're back we're we are forget the ufc we're back we're back now we have something to talk about that we're excited about so remember bellator finally has some events planned on the first event back in April, which is less than a month away now, Neiman Gracie was added to the card. Matt Mitrione was added to the card. And then for an event that's booked in May, James Gallagher, a.k.a. Bellator's Conor McGregor, is back. <laughs> and I'm so excited. That's pretty exciting. That's pretty exciting. If you got Showtime, hit us up because we need your login. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, for real, though. We need somebody's Showtime. Yeah. Thanks. For real. Uh, Anna wants to pay for it, um, but I mean, I don't want to. Yeah. However, well, I mean, we've made the decision to pay for things that we want to pay, so we could just do it and just like never have an issue. But at this point, we have ESPN Plus and Fight Pass, which I'm unwilling to part ways with, and uh, we need Showtime now. So hook it up. Thanks. Thanks in uh, advance. <laughs> Also, uh, I just want to jump in and say a few things about, uh, first about Bellator. Naaman is fucking awesome. And he trains out of the same gym that I, he, he actually is like a legit, like 
super obviously pro. So I just train at his gym, I should say. Thank you for that <laughs> subtle correction of how to pronounce his name. Um, you know, I hear different things. I always said Neiman, but people at the gym say Neiman. Mm. So, and I, so I assume that's the case. Right. Uh, anyway, he's super awesome and his coach is awesome. Shout out uh, to Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I see his face, but I can't. Uh, uh, see his name. <laughs> see his name. No, definitely not. He's awesome. Uh, James Gallagher, if he's fighting in Ireland, I think we need to consider flying to I Ireland. I doubt he's fighting in Ireland. Ireland's like on super a lockdown. lockdown right? yeah. yeah. Well, if it's even better, if it's at Mohegan Sun at limited capacity, I'm oh, still down. Oh, we going then. <laughs> and then uh, I want to recap my favorite uh, moment from Saturday night, which is, babe... After years of trying and years of me, because I was part of it at one point, but I walked away, you got me back into drinking vodka. Oh my gosh, everyone. It was was, It was a proud moment for me. You were proud. It was a proud moment. You looked happy in in a way that you don't normally look happy. I asked for it. And then he asked for another and also drank that one faster than me. It was beautiful. And then I asked for one more. And then did you ask for one yeah, more? I had three vodka sodas. Look at that. Wowee. Woke up the next day feeling great. Exactly. <laughs> that is why vodka's the best. I know. This episode sponsored by Vodka Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this week is UFC 259. We can't believe it's already March, but here we are, marching forward. This card is what we've been waiting for. You know that we've been talking about it since January when we first (laughs) found out about it. We were like, what the hell is going on? This card looks insane. It makes up for all the whack-ass February cards, to be honest. And it's Mm -hmm. okay because everybody was just doing prep work, getting back after the holiday season, right? So... Uh, there's three title fights, which historically in the UFC, they try to shy away from because I don't want to jinx it. I'm not going to because we've broken this curse already. Um, there's three title fights in one night. Every time before, like a couple of years ago. Yeah, but ago, historically what? What has happened in the Someone's past? fallen off. Oh. Yeah. And I think actually the first time, I might be wrong, but I think the first time that they had three title fights on a card and something didn't happen was the the card that we went to at UFC MSG where it was uh, Joanna versus Rose. That was one title fight. Yes. Cody versus TJ, yes. second title fight. And, and GSP Bisbee. versus Bisbee yeah. 3. So we broke the curse, babe. So that's why we could talk about Oh, we're not. You know, yeah, cool. there's no curse here. Cool. Three title fights. We'll talk about two of them in our top five. But the third title fight and co-main event is Amanda Nunes versus Megan Anderson. Super excited for that oh fight. Oh, my gosh. So we're not talking I, like, about them later? I thought it was the fight that I was least excited about, but we just watched episodes of Embedded. And if you listen to our Valentine's Day episode, you know Amanda and her wife recently had a baby and the baby was on Embedded and she was so cute. cute. And so now I'm so excited for that fight. (laughs) And a lot of people are talking about how Megan Anderson should be like the the worst odds in UFC history and stuff like that. And Amanda should be the best. And, And Amanda is like, I fucking, we were just talking about it before. I love Amanda. I really do. I've been watching her fight and her whole come up and she's just awesome. She's just a down to earth, good person. And 
is an amazing fighter. She's yeah. an amazing fighter. She went up in weight and knocked out Cyborg. Like, what the hell, man? Um, but Megan, man, this is her chance to really look good. I, I don't think she's going to beat her, and I'm not even rooting for her. I'm definitely not rooting for her. But it's an opportunity for her to come out and be like, yo, I'm at this. I'm at the championship level. Although I don't think she's going to be champion, but whatever. But it's she deserves the chance, and that's what she's getting. Um, before we get to the top three, a couple other things to talk about. UFC 259 that we're not going to get to. Islam Makachev, Khabib Nurmagomedov's best friend, basically. Is that his BFF? Yeah. Yeah, him who's not who's I don't think they're technically cousins. I think Khabib's like best friend is is one of the other guys who does not he trains but he's not a, like a professional fighter. Oh, okay. And I think that's his cousin though. And I think Islam is like his best friend who's in the UFC. Cool. Which is funny because Khabib's brother's in the UFC I think too and He's <laughs> a brother? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's like super weird. <laughs> There's too um, many. So he's fighting Drew Dober, uh, which would be an awesome fight. Tiago Santos, who uh, you remind me, beat John Jones since John That's Jones right. lost his last three freaking fights, is fighting Alexander Rakic. I totally forgot this fight was going to happen. I'm so excited. These guys are huge and dangerous and scary. Uh, and Song Yudong is fighting. You know, he's one of the best names in MMA. I mean, really? So, Song Yudong, bro. And then the last thing I got to mention. I was up a little late last night, you know, or not last night, a couple nights ago. Maybe it was like 9.15, 9.30 p.m. <laughs> and I may or may not might have had a, just one singular puff of the cannabis over here just sitting and kind of chilling at home, relaxing while you were in bed and staying away from me and all my illegal activity. And I all of a sudden see a picture of Hamzat Shimaev and it's like oh, truly heartbreaking. This is the worst news ever. And I was like, this dude died from COVID. Remember, he recently pulled out of a fight with Leon Edwards because he had COVID and then pulled out of the rescheduled fight because of COVID complications. Continue, George. So I'm like, dude, I got to wake up Anna and tell her that Hamzat died. This is huge. This is huge. He's like the biggest up and coming contender that's around right now, right? And... I found out later that he just like kind of had he, he was got in his feels a little bit on Instagram and posted some sad stuff and he was like c- kind of retiring but like guys MMA community online on Instagram and Twitter and the journalists who retires and stays retired like well very you don't few know people. when it's health related you don't know but I did hear Dana already came out to say oh no 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 no, no. he was just of course JK of course. JK <laughs> and I get it I'm emotional I, I post things I shouldn't post even though I really try hard not to post what at all you, really you ever <laughs> what are you talking about I'm, I'm talking more about my for those who remember because there are listeners who remember my aim profile <laughs> oh s- yeah. the lyrics always, always the lyrics you gotta always post them the, I, oh, I the never, away message the yeah. away message or oh no aol background it was my profile what did you call it back then the profile yeah That's but you said was. aim not i didn't mean to say aim i never fucked with aim i just i went on aol okay jc forever 20 you never talked to her yeah but i used aol oh. i used the instant messenger because remember then they had the instant messenger that you didn't have to log into aol oh. That's what all the ki- cool kids did all right let's get to the top three this episode as all our episodes are sponsored by Hayabusa Fightwear. This is actually me telling Hayabusa, I need you guys to make pure grappling shorts. Like cheap old high school wrestling shorts, but way better and by Hayabusa. So whenever you design them, 
we will buy them. Thanks. This episode is also brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. Pay us! All right. Number one on our top three is maybe the most ridiculous story in MMA. We've been waiting for this. But this is the stuff. This is the stuff we're here to tell you all about. <laughs> this week, I thought, I, I think ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the story involves Paulo Costa. It's important for you all to remember you heard us talking about him because he fought in September against Israel Adesanya to try to win the middleweight championship. He lost in round two to a punches, TKO, Izzy. He got beat. Killed him. He got beat bad. So this is September, right? This week. <laughs> of all the weeks. An interview came out with Paulo Costa to say he lost his fight because he was hungover. <laughs> I don't need to say more than that, but I'm going to tell you the details. Tell him. He said he was trying to make him fall asleep because the fight was going to happen early in the morning. So the fight was going to happen around 9 a.m. The UFC told him he would have to wake up around 5 a.m. to get to the arena. Not 5 a.m. I know, for real. He said he couldn't fall asleep, so he had a glass of wine. Then two, then half the bottle, and then all of a sudden the whole bottle was gone. <laughs> that part I can relate to, but I'd never have to fight <laughs> Izzy um, later. Oh my gosh, how sad and also hilarious is this? I can't. Um, we just watched Embedded and Israel Adesanya, who's fighting on this card, which is excellent. So George is going to talk about him later. Already dogged him on Embedded because one of the sponsors is this nasty sounding whiskey that we're going to buy for Sal. Oh, God. <laughs> No, 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 no. Because it's going to be better what I wanted to buy him. Okay. Oh, true. <laughs> so you're talking about Howlerhead, which yeah. is the official whiskey sponsor of the UFC, but specifically it's Kentucky Bourbon Banana. Banana. Ugh. We love banana, Ugh. but come on. So I guess Israel Adesanya's team, they all get like boxes of any of the sponsors especially shit. the new sponsors and yeah. Izzy like pretended to drink from me he's like I'm just gonna drink before my fight <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty oh, great I love this story yeah uh I mean a lot of people have the same reaction to like Cub Swanson where you know our boy Cubby Bear Cubs. that uh where it was like well how dumb can you be that sounds like self-sabotage to me it's totally like a lot of fighters have done it and it's a phenomenon that makes sense and people do I mean we're humans we all do it we fuck ourselves up on purpose so we say that we have an excuse mm -hmm. and he definitely got mentally beat by israel you can say whatever you want it feels paulo just self-sabotaging himself or just getting beat by israel and his uh persona before but whatever man yeah um 
it's an interesting and stupid story, but that's what you guys listen to holding hands and throwing fists for, right? So it's like peak brand force. By the way, I'm going to take this opportunity since Bourbon Hunter NYC doesn't listen to our podcast to tell Paul directly. We're going to get Sal <laughs> a really nice like bag with paper tissue and everything and put just a bottle of Fireball in there because he's going to hate it so bad. I feel like Fireball is just obviously even more kitschy and shitty than I don't even know Howler if that's that worse. Know. Banana whiskey? Well, Paul, text us so we know. You, yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll, all, we'll leave it up to you. Yeah, we'll all pick Fireball a Fireball or Howlerhead. All right, our next. Paul probably love Howlerhead to be honest. I don't know. Is he a, is he a banana head? I guess Maybe. he's a banana head. His son is. Um, so the next two parts of our top three are long because we're just it's so hard to pick, and this weekend's card is super exciting for number so, sixteen and a half minutes in. So stop oh, pussyfooting around. All right, number two, prelim fights to care about. The prelims for this Saturday's card start at 8 p.m. on ESPN. So you can watch these for free, friends. You should watch the entire prelims, but we're telling you about two fights you have to watch. Babe, kick it off. Cool. So at men's flyweight, Joey Benavidez is fighting Asker Askarov. Oh, my gosh. How is this? I know that's crazy you know we love ourselves some Joey Benavidez we love his wife Megan O'Leary, and we love their dog Benny which mm-hmm. is like the freaking best name one of the best names second best MMA dog in my opinion behind Dojo Cruz that's right but that's, that's just how it is you know I, I love you Benny uh, Joey has lost his last two fights to the champion at flyweight David uh, Figgy Figueredo <laughs> and um, you know we really want Joey to get a win but there's just a whole bunch of really scary Russian guys on this card and Eastern Bloc guys and he's fighting Askar Askarov Askar Askarov is undefeated he's a Russian mixed martial artist and you certainly remember him from actually a couple of seasons ago because I let you all know that he is partly deaf and I think that's so interesting and totally unfair when his corner is yelling that's right yeah um, instructions i actually so he's actually undefeated but he has one draw on his record you know how i feel about draw get excited he had a draw with brandon moreno oh wow that's pretty gangster that is pretty gangster and he fought in acb remember brandon m from 601 just fought for the championship belt so that's amazing to have a draw against someone like that so that's that. All right. The other fight that you should look out for on the prelims is the last fight on the prelims. So think like um, 9.30, 9.45. You want to turn on ESPN because it's a men's bantamweight fight. Dominic Cruz, father of Dojo, versus Casey Kenny. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, my gosh. We're, we're almost more excited for this fight than anything on the main card. Dominic Cruz is the former two-time champ who had really been sidelined sadly by injuries like a broken arm, shoulder injuries, etc. He came back three years after three years last year when he stepped in for Jose Aldo to fight Henry Cejudo for the belt. The fight you definitely remember was stopped in the second round because Cruz was kind of a shitty loser and said the ref Keith no nonsense no nonsense 
<laughs> um, smelled of beer and cigarettes and like that was not a cute look on Dominic Cruz but we love Dominic Cruz super and, fans super fans um, we are for sure rooting for him but we always give you all the information so he's fighting Casey Kenny who is on the come up and has won nine out of his last ten fights his only loss was to our homeboy Marab Marab amazing so it is a big fight for Casey to like make a name for himself in the bantamweight division especially against Dominic Cruz I don't really know or care about him at all but recently and this is the again this is the kind of information you come to us for (laughs) he was in some hot water for answering a question on a podcast about whether or not he would sleep with Megan Anderson who is fighting for a championship belt on the same card as him on Saturday night and so I don't necessarily like Megan Anderson but I like that she immediately called him out for answering such a ridiculous question when she said I guess MMA is a line of work where you can publicly talk about whether you'd have sex with a co-worker in an utterly degrading way and face zero consequences of Casey apologized it's not his fault he was asked a stupid question however the podcast happened to be Sugar Sean O'Malley and his coach's podcast right dorks and now I don't really like them for it there's a lot of yeah I mean they've they've they they, they kind of been sucking lately yeah Every, yeah his, that, that makes me like it makes me sad because I, li- I like sad. them. They seem yeah. pretty chill and they, and they should be smarter than doing... This is just another thing in the long line. Of, but it's also just dumb boys hanging out and smoking weed and talking shit and, and everyone's going to say shit that they don't mean or care about but these guys say it in front of microphones and then record it. And yeah, which is stupid. why I don't necessarily blame Casey Kenny for just like answering. <laughs> All right. Um... Main card fights to care about starting at 10 o'clock. This is a pay-per-view worth buying, everybody. Yeah, the last one we were not interested. This one, we have to prep ourselves on Saturday, babe. Dude, we're already over 20 minutes. This is worth it. That's what I just wanted you to say. Oh, no. (laughs) Fuck, everyone. Stop listening now. George is going to talk forever. I'm not. You've been talking more this time. Kick it off. Why don't you kick it off? Oh, I wonder why I've been talking more. Tell them why I've been talking more. Because your voice sounds like angels singing to me, God's praises. Or because I actually did notes. Oh, yeah. You did notes. Hmm. All right. No, you 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 want to start, or uh, I'm, I'm going to continue talking more. Well, I no, I want you to tell me about what you think about Piator Yoder. <laughs> yeah, you when you first learned his name, like however many months ago or a year ago at this point, you I you were literally walking around the house practicing his <laughs> name, was. and that was really cute. I don't know; it takes you a long time to learn names which is not true because in my profession that we don't talk about it doesn't take me a long time. Well, because you also have a reoccurring subset of names, mostly, right? No. Kind of. All right, so tell us about Jan versus Sterling. I would l- fucking before fucking love Andreas to. starts fucking saying this episode is a little long. Oh my god, Andreas! He's definitely our one of our biggest supporters. Go on a longer he always, run, yeah. bastard! <laughs> he always calls us out about the time. No, oh my lord! I just said how excited we were for Dominic Cruz versus Casey Kenny. Ugh. Piotr Jan versus Aljamain Sterling. 
We've been waiting. Most for excited this. for this fight all year. Holy shit! So it's the bantamweight title bout. One hundred thirty-five pounds. To say we love both of these guys is is we just they're both such great, not good, great guys. Jan's a great guy. Jan's a great guy, right, and tell, he's fucking funny. Tell us so, why. So, Jan is the current champ from Russia. He defeated Jose Aldo to gain the belt after it was vacated by that lying, cheating snake, TJ, TJ Dillashaw. <laughs> um, he's incredibly funny and has a great sense of humor. However, he's still learning English, um, How? but he's, he's learning the language. He's definitely doing a good and job. And he is showing off that he's learning the language so i think that's awesome he's beaten people like jimmy rivera john dodson and uriah faber and he beat jose aldo for the belt which was sad when we saw that yeah it was a little sad and he's known for his boxing and as much as we love piotr jan and would normally root for him our hearts are rooting from no no 100 from our toes to our 100 all for let's go aljo let's go aljo come on he's 31 years old from long island he won seven of his last eight fights he defeated people like cody stamen jimmy rivera pedro munoz and most recently Corey sanhagen in june took his back choked his ass out canoles he believes he should have gotten the title shot sooner. And of course we agree. We are rooting for Aljo and would love if he could bring a belt home to New York. He says he's going to take Piotr Jan down, which is how he beat Corey Sanhagen with a submission to earn this title shot. We don't care how he does it. We just want him to win. Bring the strap back home, bro. Oh my gosh, I'm like so emotional right now. I know it's this is gonna be hard. I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna be pacing around the apartment. Oh dear, on Saturday night. Okay. Um, Aljamain uh, Sterling's coach just had a little sleepy moment. <laughs> yeah, you t- uh, took a nap already for Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Was is Ray Longo Anna's favorite coach, as you could tell, because Ray Longo actually wished Anna happy birthday this year, if you remember from he our sure August is. episode. And um, he's got the whole team from Long Island in his back, in his corner. He's got Ally Aquinta. So if anybody needs real estate in Long Island, he's doing a uh, buy a house from Al, will you? Yeah. Um, you just checked your just checked your watch. Just check. Okay. Well, oh, <laughs> yes. Anyway. All right. The main event of the night. If all those fights weren't enough to make you buy the uh, pay-per-view or illegal oh, streaming, if you could find it. I don't even know. Why? But if you could find it, also hook us up. Yeah, if you could find it, just send us a link. You know, whatever. Uh, Jan <laughs> Blahovic, the light heavyweight champion, is fighting Israel Adesanya, the middleweight champion, who is moving up to the 205-pound weight limit formerly my favorite weight division of the entire UFC. Not ever since John Jones came around and that's been 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this fight. This fight. This fight is huge. Huge. Jan just beat, uh, what's your boy's name? Dominic Reyes for the vacated belt since John Jones actually left the weight class to move up to fight heavyweight, which he hasn't done yet. Mm. Of course, he's all talk and a little, you know, no real business john jones so israel is doing what john jones said he would do but way faster and i think this is a case where we want both guys to win 
interesting. Do you agree? I really want Jan to win. I kind of want Jan to win too. He's the oh bigger guy. Oh my gosh, I want He's him on to a win roll. so badly. He's such a nice man. He's just Oh. He's everybody's Polish big friend. Everybody's got a big Polish friend somewhere. This like is, maybe in Poland. Yeah, or Brooklyn. You know? I I I want him to win. Izzy does not need to win. Izzy already has a belt. Take your belt and go back down and let Jan have this. So Izzy looks really good right now because he doesn't have to cut any weight, obviously. But that's all, always the thing, right? These people move up a weight class and think that they could just easily do it because they don't have to cut weight. But then they're mm. like slower mm. and they, they, they're smaller than the other people who actually cut weight to get to that. So there's a lot of factors going into this fight. Um but I'm just excited to see it. I think it's really just going to be super exciting. Style Bender's got the freaking craziest strike striking that there is, and Blahovich uh, is just super big and strong. Also has good striking, and I think could wrestle him too. And they're fighting in a smaller octagon because they're fighting in the UFC Apex, which is only 25 feet, not 30 feet all the way across. So, great, great card. Oh my gosh, I feel it. We're Are pumped. you excited? I, I feel I'm it. I'm like, I'm almost like. Zen now. It's been waiting. a long time yeah. since I've been this excited for a card. All right. Anything else you want to tell people goodbye? I want to say goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. This episode is brought to you by the doctors at NYU Hospital for getting your boy right and for my nurse who uh, keeps taking care of me and stuff like that.